Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, greetings. This is the National Director of Operation 7. I am so glad to be speaking to you on the People's Black Panther Party radio. We do this every Sunday, whether it's myself, Chief of South War, or um, Chairman Yanka. We get together because we got things we got to talk about um, from a black perspective. We're black nationalists, and this is the work that we do. And the work, you know, sometimes it's social um, at Big Mama's house, and that's this is Big Mama's house. A lot of times it's, it's family-oriented, okay? We, we look at things from a family perspective, trying to find some good solutions for us as a family. You know, we got some issues in, in ignoring them and acting like they're not as big as what they might be is not going to help us any. So I, Big Mama 7, do the show with Big Mama Makita. Let me see if I can grab her and pull her on the line because we got a hot one, you know, and this is radio. We open. We want to hear the comments. We want to hear the questions. But we got some things to talk about. So, you know, I'm not going to delay it anymore. Let me see if I can grab my dear sister, pull on the line. Greetings. Welcome to the program. Love and light, family. Love and light. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Been a long day, but a day productive, all the, all the same. How about you? Same here, same here. <laughs> Time to have this tough conversation. Yeah. Um, if your toes are sensitive, put on your steel toe boots. Yeah, Period. yeah, me steel toes today. Me steel toes today. Mm-hmm. And in this show has been um, planned, brought up, what, a week now? And every day there's new um, (laughs) information coming forward. You know what I'm saying? It's new uh, energy that's being added to this. So, you know, does the king live up to his crown? And we're saying king because it says king. But this goes for queens too now. You know, don't be, you can't throw these high-level words around and then have no expectation of of what this king supposed to do and what the queen had put into her plan to do. So, you know, we have to talk about this thing. We have to talk about it. Um, uh, Lakita, I think that you had the base of it, though. So I'm going to let you kind of share how the evolution of this came about. How did this start, this topic? Wow. A few months ago, and then recently I had a conversation with a brother, and he referenced the mother of his children as his baby's mama, which you know how I feel Mm -hmm. about that. And I'm listening to this brother, and I'm like, but that child wasn't the product of a one-night stand. You were invested in that woman. You were invested in that household. You were invested in the creation of the child. You were invested all the way. Yep. So why would you reduce your investment to baby father instead of, you know, that's my ex-wife. We were committed at one time to each other. Right. And that committed brought forth this child. And I think sometimes we really need to look at the terminology of, mm-hmm. and how we use certain things. Because it will right. keep you in that mindset of uh, Hate, anger, and despair. Remember, we were talking about that before. 
and a lot of people, we need to divorce those aspects of our lives in order for us to move forward, in order for us to forgive people, forgive ourselves, and to actively work towards solutions. So when it came up again, I I just got irritated because I'm looking at this brother and I was like, you are so much more than that. You know, you were raised in a a two-parent household. You were raised with some positive role models. So just because the relationship did not work out and you still co-parent, that was another part. (laughs) So you're still co-parenting and through it all, why would you reduce your role in it or reduce her role? Mm Mm-hmm. As if it was, uh, you know, we just hung out, we just hooked up, and this is what happened. And I'm Mm -hmm. just like, no, we just need to reassess some of the terminology. Because I believe it matters. It matters. So that was one one of the interesting situations. And we just have to be realistic. Everyone, you know, we're not, everyone wasn't a king and a queen. There was some pauses Yeah. So we just have yeah. to recognize that's what it is. <laughs> you know, I have had like, this conversation, but, you know, some people were. It just yeah. was, was I, you know, what it was. Everyone couldn't sit on the crown, I mean, on the throne. So I've had this conversation before. I have. And <laughs> when I had the conversation, I was irritated. And, I, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm communicating accurately what happened. I was irritated because the word queen was being thrown around like the queen, like that person was actually a queen. And I was like, well, hold up now. Um, when you're using our high words, I mean our in our community, don't do that casually. You know what I'm saying? Don't give <laughs> um, some woman, and I say woman because woman is respectful. You know, but don't give some woman a title that she clearly does not live up to because at that point you weaken and you dilute the title. And so uh-huh. I'm like, you know, you can't call her a queen and me a queen because we're not on the same level. It's obvious and evident. I don't even get into the queen thing. I'm not looking to rule over people. So queen is not one of my aspirations, nor is it a handle that I answer to, um, because queens are rulers. You know, when you call someone a queen, you are giving (laughs) them dominion over you. That's what queens do. They have uh, queendoms. They have areas and people that they rule over. I ain't seen that sister yet that's ruling over things in such a fashion. So, you know, we got to start really thinking about what do these titles mean and are we really living up to them? And and it's so important Mm -hmm. that we do that. We can't just allow, um, because we, we're still in the, the mode of defining who we are. We're still trying to understand if we want to be Pan-Africans, Uh, black, African-Americans, you know, we're still very much in a definition phase of who we are as a people. And so I think to mix words and to give credit and accolades in places where it doesn't exist, I think really does us a disservice. It really does us a disservice. Mm -hmm. And I think it, um, it pulls back from 
real kings getting the opportunity to step up and to do their work and real queens that actually do reign over things and, and regulate and manage people and do all this, I think it gives them, you know, it, it really weakens their position and it makes it not a desirable thing. You know, so if we have if we have these titles as something high and something to be obtained, then we're actually doing something. But if we're still low level looking at it's not going to work, you know, it, it, what happens is that then our, our king becomes a joke, you know. Then we can't tell the king from the jokers, you know, and that's not going to work. We can't tell the queens from the concubines. Now, I can promise you in any system, it is crystal clear who is the queen and who is the concubine. That's not even a question. Concubines don't even question that. But yet if we're thrown around this, this queen title, everywhere, then that's what we're doing. I do believe in um, speaking existence to some people. I understand the whole irritation and, and everything with it. Now, if you're educating someone, I think it's important that you, you go through that process and educate them and help them to evolve if that's your goal with them. But then you do have some people that use it for their fan club to swell some people head up. And they know good and well that that person is not actively working towards anything. Mm-hmm. Now, um, using that title, it, com- it comes with responsibilities. I say king man yeah. when I'm talking, when I'm speaking existence, when I see brothers that are handling their business, I do say that. You know, but I and our king man is different. So moms will always know that he's in a class by himself. But I mm-hmm. see existence that are around, but that's a conversation that goes back to that effective communication that we discussed before. We have that that conversation. Those type of conversations are at the very forefront, so there is no misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, we don't have those conversations because we don't really have the plans on using it accurately anyway. Yep. Well, that's not yep. your intention. You know, you don't want to have that conversation or you gloss over it as if it's no big deal. But at the same time, if one of the goals is to restore the family, to blend the family, um, then we have to be very clear on those things that could be offensive to our significant because the goal should not be to offend. We should mm. be able to agree to do and move forward. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be transparent. I had a little situation wherein I was triggered. And mm. had this not happened, I probably would have never known that this was even a trigger. Right, Because right. Um, I know the difference between reacting to a situation and responding. I choose not to react because right. I don't want people to control of me. So I'm making my business to actively search for ways to properly and effectively respond. And I have no mm-hmm. problem with agreeing to disagree. If we disagree on it, we disagree on it. It's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean we can't work together on other things. But on this particular situation, this is something we disagree on. And here I am being triggered. And I responded, uh, no, I reacted in a real Brooklyn way <laughs> because <clears throat> it, it, it is what it is. And that's, that's what happened because I'm just like, I know what I bring to the table. I know the things that I that I'm supposed to do that I actively strive towards every single day. 
because I don't like drama. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. drama leads to stress. Stress can affect your body. It it can affect your mood. It yeah. can affect so many other things. And I I do my best to live a stress free life in certain situations because I deal with so many crises daily. So when it comes to other areas of my life, I'm laid back, and I need to be because I have to re- rejuvenate, replenish, so I can go back and do the things that I need to do in the community and and do my part. So in the situation where I felt disrespected and I reacted in that Brooklyn way, you know, later on I had to reflect, and I was like, wow, this was really a trick, and I didn't know it was, and had some discussions about it, and I had to be realistic. I did not like my delivery. I meant what I said, but I did not like my delivery, <laughs> and I had to handle that. And that means that, that's something I have to meditate on later and, and process and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, when the conversation went to uh, now I have two fires to put out. There should be no two fires if I was the one burning, if I'm the flame, you know? Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be two fires. Mm-hmm. Yes, you weren't and coming think, with the truth, that and, you and were I not walking into possible. your kingdom. So yeah, that person yeah. wasn't walking into the kingdom. It's not the end of the world. But if you're not walking into the, your kingdom, that's fine, but you don't get to be a placeholder in the lives of people that are moving forward. Yeah, and I I think that's part of the problem. That right there is part Mm -hmm. of the problem. Um, When we talk about a king and when we talk about the queen, where's the expectation levels? And we have to really get to that part because we're having, um, you know, we're having a difficult time communicating because, all of the communication things are not present. They're not open. People aren't being honest, you know. And so when we get to that point, then we have a problem. Uh-huh. Then we have and a we problem. Also have to, we, we have to acknowledge and accept the fact that hurt people hurt people, whether it's done intentionally or not. Uh-huh. Um, it's just the truth. It, it happens all the time, and we can all reflect on something like, I might have heard that part. That might not have been my intention in that moment, but okay, I did. Now, what you choose to do with that, are, are you going to offer your apologies? Are you going to make the necessary changes or whatever? Then do your, do your part, but we have to understand that hurt people hurt people. And I, us having this discussion today is not trying to minimize what sisters have done to brothers or minimize our brothers have done the sisters, it is for us to have this open communication because we're going to have to forgive and we're going to have to actively work towards healing right. if that's truly the goal. Right. It's right. truly the goal. We have to actively work towards healing. And part of and that I think is learning your significance love language. So if you never take mm. the time to learn that language, then how are you supposed to get the full benefits of all the love that sister has to offer or that king has to offer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it takes I, time. It takes the communication. It takes counsel. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it's a touchy situation. It's a touchy, touchy subject because, you know, we, we want to, like you said, speak life into people. You know what I'm saying? We want mm-hmm. to be that encouragement and we want to, you know, continue to, you know, boost and all this other stuff. That's that's part of the woman's job is this nurturer. 
at the same time, you know, um, we have to make sure no one wants to be investing in uh, a black hole, you know. And so I think not only do we have to have expectations as to what creates a king, what makes a king, I think we have to have expectations as to each person's role with the king, you know what I'm saying, and with the queen. And so I think that would be, um, when we're talking about living up to the crown, see, if you a concubine and you got queen intentions, you know, um, and no one's telling you, oh, sweetheart, you're not capable, you know, you're not, that's not you, that's not your role, then you're going to be real disappointed no matter what the king does because you're like, I want that position. So, you know, I think not only do we have to um, be able to evaluate what makes up a king and evaluate what makes up a queen, we also have to be able to evaluate who we are to that position because there's lots and lots of concubines out there wanting to be queen. And um, the more attention we give the concubines as opposed to the queen, we run a risk of everybody being confused as a concubine. You know, we we run that risk. You know, if every man, if every joker gets to be king, then, you know, we got jokers running around here like peacocks. And it's like, wait a minute, you're not no king, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm a joker that's been allowed to think I'm a king. I, I'm a joker that's been giving a title, not knowing what to do with it, not knowing how to live up to it, not knowing anything, but I, I'm going to walk around and strut when I feel like it. And then when I don't feel like it, I'm going to go back and be a joker. So we got to start working on this. Yeah, and that's why we, we got to work on this community. So this is, this is why we have to have these conversations. And this is why yes. we, when you care about people, you call them the carpet on it, you know. And I've gotten called the carpet on some things. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I want to hit yes. my head on this particular wall. It doesn't feel good, but you know, life will <laughs> life will teach you. So why you gonna need a helmet? <laughs> we about to stick this stone, you know. So no, many moons ago, that that's where I was, but <laughs> you know, but that you grow, right. you grow, you age, you mature, you learn to do things more effectively and efficiently, and. Some people are very impulsive in the things that they do. This is why you need balance. And you may be impulsive, but that doesn't mean the other person is. So the other person Mm -hmm. may come with a more concrete plan on how to achieve what you want realistically. You Mm -hmm. know, and sometimes people don't really want that. You know, because they have an organized mess. God doesn't bless an organized mess. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I have a question, right? And the question, you can answer the question. You know, I want to remind people this is People's Black Panther Party radio. You can join in. All you have to do is press one. I have a question. What happens when, and this happens, someone is projecting their wants and wishes onto you? You see what I'm saying? What happens, like with me, I've already said the queen title is not something that I aspire to. I don't, you don't have to call it. You don't have to recognize it. You don't have to look within me for the qualities. It's not something on my radar. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what happens when I have someone who's projecting those thoughts to me? Then what? You know what I'm saying? Because I think that sometimes not only 
um, are there people that don't necessarily want the higher the high thing? You know, they're not looking for it. But also, that's someone else's idea of them. It's like they didn't wake up deciding to be ruler of the earth. You know, some people do, but it's, okay. there are certain situations where you're not even looking for that. But yet, there's expectations to live this life. You know, according to this, this, and this. What happens in those situations? Okay. You know that very personal. Anyone who knows you beyond just this radio show know that you, you do walk into your kingdom. That just is what it is. You may not want to put it there, <laughs> and I understand what you're saying, but those on the outside looking in, watching how you move, watching how you do things, watching how you care for people, care for the community, they would put, give you that title because you've earned it. Like it or not, you earned it. So it is not a case of you living up to the action. This is your life. This is what you do. You actually practice what you preach. And I, I've said that on numerous other platforms. You actually do practice what you pre- preach. And okay. I applaud you as a Christian for that. That That is just who you are. And I'm grateful mm-hmm. for those who look at me that way, too. And even mm-hmm. though there are times I'm like, I don't even want to be bothered with that. I'm just this. But your actions or way bigger than what your mouth is saying. Right. So it's considered a sign of respect, and we just appreciate it for what it is because we are actually doing a work to follow up with it. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> there are some situations wherein, if I, if I reference a guy as a king, and I know good and well mm-hmm. you're not there, I'm taking that and I'm turning it into a teachable moment. I'm turning it into mm-hmm. something education. If it leads to something okay. spiritual where I can I can pull certain information and I can share that with them. Sometimes all all is needed is really for us to plant the seed in order for people to move forward and do what they have mm. to do. So if I'm planting seed in that person, then fine, mm-hmm. so be it. Now, if you keep coming back, then of course I'm a water it. You know, I'm a nurture it. Okay. I'm a help it grow into what it needs to be for because of what I already sold my spiritual eyes, and I have right. a problem with. You know, but it mm-hmm. also takes that person realizing, like, listen, this person saw something in me that no one else had, and they are actively working towards it, and I think that's a beautiful thing. We we have a lot of brothers that are doing that. Um, unfortunately, we do have some situations where brothers who are doing the right thing, you think you need a trophy. I'm not giving you a trophy for being the man that I know you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. I got to get up every day whether I'm sick, whether I'm sad, whether I'm mad, happy, whatever. I still got to get up every day and do those things that are required of me by God and required of me in the community. I have to get up and do those things. I understand Uh the importance of balancing those things out, taking a break when I need to take a break so that that I can rejuvenate. You know, not seeing Uh clients on certain days just because I need that time for me. And I got to figure out some other fun things to balance myself out in between. So those are things that we have to do so that we can go back and give more and more to the community. And um, sometimes people feel because they are doing the right thing or they have done the right thing, they they want Mm -hmm. a big award just because out of (laughs) ten people, only three of y'all were doing the right thing. And the other seven weren't, and because they weren't, then you want this whole parade. I'm not giving you one. Mhm, mhm. And I think mm-hmm. it's unrealistic to even expect one. 
you know, be the role model. Yeah. Supposed to be the biggest power couples that I saw were the neighborhood people. And, and a lot of times they yeah. didn't even have children. They did so much for the community. It was ridiculous. Right. So that's what and, I, and I think, think we can do it again if we want to, if we strive when to. When we start lining up our values the right way, then we can clearly see, okay, this person is moving like a king. This person is moving like a queen. And then we can make those calls from there. See, mm-hmm. we we got to talk about and We're going to talk about after the call because I got a call I want to see. But, you know, we okay. have to be able to talk about what happens when, they hollering king and ain't doing the work. You know what I'm saying? So that we'll, we'll grab that after the caller. Okay. <laughs> Greetings, welcome to the show. All pause to the people. What's what's going on? Greetings. All pause to the people. Greetings, Chairman. I'm listen. I'm getting callers out there, brothers out there listening. Don't be intimidated by this. Press one. <laughs> now they're gonna have a show about holding the clowns and no kings are repping. Where you at, brothers? Don't be intimidated by these sisters. A um, couple things I wanted to address, and I'll be brief. I'm glad you opened the floor. <laughs> Let me say this to my sister, McKee. I understand where you may be coming from because, first of all, I personally, the whole idea, the context of a king, I'm anti-imperialist. I don't like the whole context of a king. But let's, since that's a part of the black American culture that we've embraced here, let's discuss it. The uh-huh. message is confusing. First of all, we don't have a definition of what that is. You can't mm-hmm. clearly call me a king, Sister mm-hmm. Makita. Call me a king, and then when I do some king stuff, you say, ain't no parades, then where's the crown? Isn't that what a king, isn't that the reason I'm the king? I want the fanfare. I want the kingdom, the parade. I want the crown. I want the throne. I want you to acknowledge I am the king. I'm the man. I did that damn thing. If you if you're not acknowledging that, then why call me the king? Just call me a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? Just call me a hard worker. Where's the difference between me and the hard working peasant? You know, so I mean this king thing has a lot of connotations. And it depends. It's something like what Sister Seven says. It depends on how you define it. Now, Sister Seven, you may become because yours is very relationship uh, aspect of it. Well, a king does this, a king does that. Does he? A king right. has concubines. A king has wives. A king. So this definition, I agree with what everyone's saying to a degree. I think one of my uh, – and we're all hitting around it is that we better make sure that we at least have a similar understanding to king. I would like for us to even have a universal understanding. Now, king to me is an acronym. King is knowledge, integrity, nobility, God or godliness, and survival or um, like what S ever you need S to be. So my mind is my S is survival, the ability to our spirituality. So king is an acronym like, you know, Tupac gave us the nigga, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished, to take some of these things that have been introduced to a people who don't, you know, who have their original way has been stolen and take the sting out of it and to empower it. But to make sure one of the things I would warn about this king is that know that we're dealing with Negroes who have been steeped in Eurocentrism. We think like white folk. So when you say king, we think exactly that. We start thinking King Arthur, well, shit, he had a big white horse. 
He had the women. He had knights. He had a kingdom. He ruled over, not ruled in conjunction with or shared power with. He was a lord. They addressed him, my lord. So when we say this king, we want to be very careful. And when men who have never had anything begin to take this attitude, and when you have a make-believe kingdom, that's the worst kingdom in the world because you have no responsibilities to maintain it. Everything is a disrespect. You disrespected me, my kingdom. You don't have a kingdom, brother. So I don't want to be long-winded. I'm just saying all that to say that we have to be very careful of that word. I love the spirit behind it. I know what is intended by it. It's to bring us out of the muck and the mire, to give us something to aspire to, and to give us something to live for. Yo, man, you're, you're, you're better than what you're behaving as. You're not what they're calling you. But let's be careful in our trying to aspire people. We don't give them false senses. Like in my conclusion, I say like this new generation, get a trophy just for showing up. They gave my son a trophy for showing up. I said, well, he didn't win. They said, well, well he participated. Even it's called life. It's called life. <laughs> and we strive mm-hmm. for the glory. And if we don't get the glory, we take pleasure and pride in giving it our all. Hey, leave my mic open. Let the king stay on here with y'all for a little while. <laughs> okay, I, I want to share, some, share something with you. This is the, part, the reason why we talk about effective communication and defining yeah. those things. And talking mm-hmm. about it. And if you are speaking life into someone, you're educating them in the process. So I, mm-hmm. I am very mindful of who I say that to because I, I don't say that to every brother that I meet. I promise you that. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? I heard so that. I heard that, that I do mm-hmm. say it to is because I, see, I know what I see with my spiritual eyes look. Now, if you're mm-hmm. choosing. What are you expecting from them? Thing, and. and- and so I'm what expect, can they expect from you? I'm expecting people to practice what they preach. I'm expecting that's you that if you approach someone um, a certain way, even if you're not all the way there to do it yet, but that is your goal, that you're actively working towards your goal. Yeah. That's like, okay. That, so, that, I mean, things are, are, that we're being honest with each other. You know, when you're mm-hmm. flat lying, I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting <laughs> to have to second guess a king's word. King says it, mm-hmm. and I tell everybody, I don't recognize no king except the one that wakes up in my bed. I, I tell everybody mm-hmm. that, not shy about it, okay? So when you wake up next to the queen, that's how you get to be the king, and and that's how it is. So I don't recognize no other head, period. So that's how high I put this man that has gotten the opportunity to be close to me. And I have full expectations of this needs to happen, that don't need to happen. But I'm not expecting to have to check behind your every word. So it's like, okay, were you running down the street? No, no. Okay, but were you walking? Were you skipping? Were you scooting? I don't want to have to go through all the acronyms from moving from one point to another. I'm expecting when I ask a question directly that there's a direct answer. And so, you know, all of this is set up, though. See, this is the problem. We don't set this up before we do the laying down part. We don't mm. set down or set up the expectations before we give the respect. Because I've had people, man, I'm with, king him to death. I'm like, well, how? Well, wait a minute, sister. You know, thanks for respecting, you know, the king with me. But how is he a king to you? Because what did he do in your life? How? What did he do that would cause you to call my man? 
a king? How is he assisting you in your life? What is he bringing into your life? And so I had to stop them. Don't even come to mind with that because I know he ain't doing nothing in your life. So then if he's not actively doing anything in your life, then are you setting up hopes and expectations he's going to do something in your life? You know, and so um, we got we got to work and talk on all of this. I don't call no other woman's man king. You can't be her king and my king. That don't work like mm-hmm. that. I'm a queen to all to myself. So, you know, when it comes to That's talking about expectations, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say back to what we had mentioned before, for that person to understand your love language. That's part of your love, your love language. If certain things mm-hmm. you deem are disrespectful, then that's what you deem is disrespectful. Now, you might have been able to get away with it in a previous relationship or something, but this new understanding with this person, if this is not, this, this is not going for that, then that's that. If that's who you really want yeah. to be with, if that's who you want to be, yeah. build with, yeah. you know, you understand, you compromise on the areas you need to compromise with, or you have a more in-depth conversation so you can be on the same page. Because a lot of times it's just a lot of, Miscommunication, just like I said, I got—I will even say blindsided with some foolishness, and I had a Brooklyn moment. It was what it was. I'm not trying to deny it whatsoever, <laughs> because yeah. it takes a lot for me to get upset. But I—I I was there, and um, mm-hmm. I had to acknowledge that because it was a trigger. I, I thought it was just blatantly disrespectful, and I still feel right. that way. Even right. after mm-hmm. a more in-depth conversation, okay, but for me, a part, all right, a part of my love language is we don't do this here. Period. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do it to you. Period. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. Um, so when it comes to it's, creating. It's, it's like you said, it's about defining it. It's about yeah. defining it until I suddenly made a wonderful point and my lady was like that she broke broke the, the the same thing down you know and i understood the whole queen thing from that perspective because oh. before her in my life you know sisters were just queens yeah queen yeah queen and the sister asked me how's that your queen you know and i'm your queen so i can understand that like sister makita is saying the love language um and that's just mm-hmm. all it is it's about defying it right now a lot of times it is used it has to, i think this is a good conversation because it is generalized it is used so often that it can be misunderstood. Right. Like we're sitting here discussing right. it now. Some people it's a love language. Some people it's a language of empowerment and political aspiration. Some people it's just inspiring right. to know that somebody looks at me as, you know, more than the currents, you know, that I'm in. So, wow. That's a, but what, what is it? And then with that, what is the crown? So when we don't have that definition, what is this? Cause this is what I'm curious to hear. I hear what, you said seven. One is, that's one thing. Okay, brothers, we got one out of sisters. Our word being bond. Us being man of our words. Us saying, listen, if I ask you a question, I know that's the truth. I can go to the bank on it. Sister Makita, all mm-hmm. seven get, I like to hear some other things. What's this living up to the crown? Since you got brother, a brother King on the line. <laughs> Come on. Let's talk. Practicing what you got you one, think. keeping our word. Okay. Okay. That's sound. That's righteous. You know, and it, there are so many different areas to go on here. Okay. With, with family. <laughs> Wait a minute now. <laughs> it, 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 
You asked. Okay, whoa. I didn't mean to open up that gate. I'm glad my time is winding down. Okay. Well, let's you get what we can in the timeline. <laughs> All right, brother, you you pick, give us a category, and we'll tell you from uh, no, I listen generally. No, I don't I, want to get into too many, but what is general that. for mm-hmm. us as Black Africans here in America? One is I will give that keeping our word. We got to do better, okay, brothers. We can, we can we can man up if we're gonna say king. Let's man up and own that. We got to do better in keeping our word. Our word is bond. Mm-hmm. Our bond to God, and that I should and, die and before that fail. But the honesty, it's not just your word is bond, but the honesty. Wait, uh, Sister Makita. Um, okay. There's another caller that would like to join the conversation. So okay. we're going to hold for just a second. Hey, power to people, y'all. Greetings, it's, uh, welcome to the show. All power, power to the people. people. It's Chief of Staff, Brother Robert War. I had to jump in because I feel my <laughs> brother is over there burning. He's sweating. Y'all, y'all, y'all double team. <laughs> All oh, power to the people. All power to the people. <laughs> War to the rescue. It, it, it almost, it almost seemed like he was getting ready to make a confession, and I wanted to stop him before he do that on the air. <laughs> so, with that being said. War to the rescue. I, 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 all the time. All the time. <laughs> As far as adding to the discussion, what I wanted to say is I I think kind of like what was already one of the things that was commented on, it really goes back to uh, how we define the things. But the problem that we run into and the complexity that we run into, especially as it applies to relationships, all relationships, Mm -hmm. where we're talking about spouse, marital spouse, female relationships or whatever, is that we deal with people coming in at different levels. And oftentimes, you know, you you want to uh, engage and have within your circle folks that have somewhat the same background as you, but that's just not always, you know, that's just not going to be the case. We are, this is a diverse world, diverse population. And, and, you know, and even when we talk about obviously dealing with the same race, the same people, there's going to be just different learning styles, different, different ways of viewing the world, different perceptions. And so from that standpoint, I kind of just like to go back to one of the things we try to emphasize within the Panther Party, and that's just going going into the situation, you know, going into what we refer to as our 3Ds, which is define, develop, and then defend. So as it mm-hmm. applies to a relationship situ- situation, when we first engage with one another, we need to start off with how we define things, and we need to have right. an agreeable perspective on how we define something. So mm-hmm. as it applies to what, like what you talk, what y'all, are, you know, one of the, the concepts y'all are talking about with, with, you know, king and queen, we have to go right into that relationship with that. And the problem with that is it applies to male and female. Is oftentimes that may mean somebody has to compromise, whereas the other person may have to, um, you know, completely remold themselves. Oftentimes, because you know, mm-hmm. we, especially if we're talking about older couples, because you go into a relationship with baggage. And when I say baggage, that don't necessarily mean a bad thing, but what it just means is a predefined perspective on how Absolutely. and what you expect out of somebody. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And then so the, mm-hmm. that, that in itself convolutes the concept of the, of, the, of the new meaning of that definition. And then yeah. if we're looking and dealing with people that have, have just not, you know, 
had a, a deeper or a more meaningful level of what definitions mean in general, now we're, we're dealing with a curve. We're dealing with a learn, learning curve in addition mm-hmm. to just, and, and that's on the educational level, in addition to the emotional learning curve that, may, that we, we may be up against. And when you're, right. when you're dealing with somebody that has an emotional learning curve, now all of a sudden it's not just simply you and them getting together as, 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 as uh, you know, coexisting as, as mates. But now you also have to be somewhat of a, a, a certain type of teacher to that person, and they have to be willing to accept that and it not affect their ego. So now we get into the difference between conditional and unconditional love because too many people in, ex, in you know, exchange love, period, uh, for being unconditional when it's really conditional love that they're talking about. Very conditional. So, Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and so is, that that again complexes the situation. And now all of a sudden you may have your spouse looking at you cross-eyed like you Mr. <laughs> Mr. or Mrs. Big Head, and then you don't mess with their ego. And you know that that may be the last date y'all have. <laughs> okay, I mean, so we can look at the word commitment. This is why we're encouraging words. sometimes sometimes we just one sometimes word. Sometimes we fake and, it. Yes. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say so. Sometimes we fake it. Wait, wait, wait. Faking and lying is different. Hold on. See, this is a, this is the thing. I'm telling you, the sky is blue. All right. Now, don't tell me about purple, black. Don't tell me about pink. Don't tell me about the hues and the night lights in Australia. Don't tell me about the sky is blue. So you know, when we talk about basic things, all kinds of definitions. If I ask ten people what the word commitment meant. I probably get 10 different definitions, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to sleep with anybody, but I'm talking to everybody else in the world. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And just had a counseling session with a couple just now and talking about, uh, well, I ain't sleep with nobody. Brother, you've been gone for a week. (laughs) You don't get to do that. So, you know, when it comes to commitment, that we don't even define that. And so we're building foundations on sand. We're not we're not getting anywhere. So define, defend, develop one hundred percent, one hundred percent. We gotta yeah. get that down because without the definitions, without being clear about what we're doing, and then there's the honesty. Because I like to call every now and again, hey, how you doing? But really, I'm like hoping, are you gonna catch on? And I'm digging you, like what's going on, you know? And so if you're being honest, you would go say, hey. I'm digging you. What what's happening from there? But no, this 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 fear or rejection or whatever is keeping you at buddies, you know, keeping you in a friend zone and all this other stuff when you should just step up and say, Hey, I'm kinda of digging you. So, you know, without the honesty, without the you know, without the you know, defining and developing, we're we're Calling, we're comparing apples and oranges, and therefore we get mad when it's apples that's not acting like an orange, and so we're we're not coming up on the same playing field. So, what do you do in a situation where those things are defined, where the steps uh, are being set out, like the couples counseling, like you say, you just had a session. Mm-hmm. We need to have this because, as brother, excuse me, as she stated. When you're older, you come with certain baggage. It is what it is. Yes. So from a clinical perspective, I understand the importance of 
blending families. And mm-hmm. my focus is always marriage and family therapy. But even for me, even though I know certain things, I know certain techniques that I use on other people, I know I need to be in front of another professional with me and mine in order for us to be effective in what we're saying our long-term goals are. <laughs> so what do you do in a situation like that where it's just people test the line? They out here closing the loose. You didn't close well, the doors. You told me it was closed. And then you think, well, you, that, what? You, you get Brooklyn then. It, that's what you get. Uh-huh. Because uh, I said yeah, it was well, I, That's what you get. You, <laughs> what do you do in that situation? You know what? You, if I can just jump in and I'll be brief. Um, and that's real. I think it goes back to, to like what it starts with, what Seven was talking about. And that's the honesty. Being completely and yeah. totally honest. And you get in for this, this, yeah. this therapy and you may run across some things that you can't deal with, he can't deal with, whatever, these lines, and you guys are honest, then that's where, and this is word that I hate, is, you know, you deadlines and ultimatums. Unfortunately, they are unfortunate truths. You know, if you just know that it's something, like you said, it brings Brooklyn out. And if Brooklyn is not a productive, uh, you know, character, if it's not something that you enjoy coming out, and from the way you're speaking about Brooklyn coming out, that's something nobody wants to see. Then you really have to, you know, you really have to say, okay, is this brother because, you know, uh, unwilling or unable to make that change? If you both have defined what this kingdom and queendom is, and Mm -hmm. it's these things, and at some point you have to say he's either unwilling or he is incapable of making the changes I need to be productive, and then that's where it, the battle comes with, with, with you, with higher sense of self. Am I going to keep appeasing these desires, these fantasies he tickled, but he brings Brooklyn out, or am I going to, shit, you know, I have to shoot. I mean, excuse my language. I may have to make the tough, tough decision. And, and that, that's 100%. That's 100%. Like, like she said, we're not all walking in on the same level. So what I call commitment, other people call nunnery. They're like, you are crazy. This is too much, you know. So, you know, um, we all walk in in different understandings on different levels. So, you know, but if you're dealing with a dishonest person, you can stop all the development and defining and everything else like that. If they're dishonest, you're at ground zero because you don't know what – you know, you don't have a foundation. Without a foundation in place, you don't have anything. So, you know, some people need more development than others. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the experience. When you've been married 20 years to the same person, you know some things. You know how to compromise. You know how to pick your battles. You know that 20 years, you know some things rather than dealing with someone who has been married one year. So, I, we're walking in on different levels of understanding. And so the development has to be different. We're not all going to develop the same way because we have different mindsets, different experiences, different everything. But dishonesty, you have nothing. You have nothing. And so, you know, I think back to the word is bond. If we can get that one piece down, I think that would make all, at least that gives you something to work on. Yeah, that gives you something to work with. And then it's up to you to to determine what your foundation is. I know spirituality means a lot to me. 
So I know that's a big Amen. part of what I need from my king man. That that just is what it is. And being able to agree to disagree. No one is expecting anyone to agree on everything all the time. That's just unrealistic. That's unrealistic. But just being able to sit down and have that conversation. And then you can sit there and go through therapy and all this good stuff and then realize, you know what, we're going to be better off as friends. And we're cool, and be cool with that. Uh-huh. Without uh-huh. intimacy and stuff like that, without other things happening, you know, puzzle pieces and all that good stuff. So uh-huh. you can still be friends. <laughs> and be, you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to be just in case, you know, somebody's true. I appreciate but, it. You know. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Some people get happy you know, with those pieces. So, you know. And so I, I love this idea, and just like the chairman opened it up to ask, what could the men do to be fair? What could the women do? You know, um, a lot of times women like to put the responsibility on the man. Traditionally, a lot of these steps and moves were done by the man, and but Things are different. Things have changed. Our family dynamics have changed. And so um, to be open and and fair, what is it that, you know, if if I can get one from each of the the brothers on the line, what is that one thing that women could do to assist in this define, develop, defend? Okay, this war. Well, let me. I open up with that then. I would say the biggest thing that a woman can do in regards to the just just experiences that I'm familiar with is mm-hmm. not so much hang on to previous conditions and situations that you experienced with men, even though some mm-hmm. of the symptoms may look the same. That don't mean mm-hmm. it's the same exact thing you're about to go through. And unfortunately, what happens is too often. We associate symptoms with problems, and it mm-hmm. may be the same symptom but a different problem. You know, you you can have coronavirus and still, you know, and have a fever. It could just be a, you know, a high temperature. It could just be a fever. It could just right. be a cold. It don't have to be that. So we get in this mode to where sometimes that we already condemn the individual, and now they have to prove otherwise. So I would just say the stance of not already being considered guilty mm-hmm. beforehand of mm-hmm. a situation just because of a symptom. Preconceived notion. Mm. Got it. I get it. I get that. That's a biggie. Because we all do it. Mm-hmm. We all do it. Mm-hmm. You touch that tender spot. We, I'm a jump. I'm a holler. Hey, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. All right. Chairman, uh, do you have, do you have uh, that thing? That's, oof, man, that's a good never question. Never been asked to, that before. You know, <laughs> never. <laughs> I was trying to say, because historically women have done so much. I think uh, I like what Ward said, that preconceived notion. And, man, I just to build on, t- on top of that, really a lot of times I say almost with with no – really I don't want to say expectations but no the expectations make sure they aren't from 
previous understandings are outside understandings. Here's, here, here, I guess this is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, because I don't know what a woman can do. This is what I know a woman will witness, though. When you're mm-hmm. a powerful woman and a healing woman, you will witness your man go through a transformation, and it will freak you out. It will look like the werewolf. He won't know where he's coming or going. He doesn't know what he wants. Today he wants to be an astronaut. Tomorrow he wants to be a cowboy. He's just feeling so good, and he's on top. And I think the changes freak our sisters out. And I don't know if they try to contain that, rein that in, direct it, or whatever, but when a woman is healing a man, he, the sky's the limit, and is exploring, talking about, looking at all of those things. Don't get freaked out. Uh, it's, not, it's a lot of times it isn't attention thing. He just really is just healing, you know, and he may have to heal. This is why it's important for him. Chief War is a good example of a man that's been in his marriage for a while and very sound brother um, of being around he- men who have gone through it and say, Hey man, you just going through, it's like when men go through midlife crisis, brother's 55 and he wants to get a Lamborghini two seater and he's got six children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like somebody needs to be able to, Hey man, pull up. You know, it's okay. You're healing. You're feeling yourself. The women going to feel you because your sister's healing you. You're looking good. Your skin is cleared up. You're eating well, brother. You're putting on weight. You know, make sure these sisters don't get. So just realizing that a man is healing. I think, so I don't know what women can do, but I would just caution women, when your man is healing, it's going to look strange. Don't go for the okey-doke, but at the same time, be mindful not to be constricting, restraining, and um, just, you know, making him feel ashamed of his his healing process. Mm-hmm. So I don't know mm-hmm. what you would call that, but yeah, <laughs> the need to heal, the the need to heal. Okay. Yeah. You know, about a sister that is actively healing their king. Mm-hmm. We're not going to shame one thing. We're going to encourage all the way through because that's what's needed for healing. The encouragement. Yeah, healing can look strange to Sakita. He may, you know, that brother may get out there and want to get a whole biker suit, you know, and run outside. How are you going to do That's what I mean. It look, he's feeling that. You got him feeling that good about himself. Are you in the state of mind to be able to stop him from making the most disastrous mistake of his life? Which still being able to maintain his good healing. Right? Is he going to be all kind of crazy idiots and you, da, da, da? You know, that's what I mean. I'm not saying you personally, but I'm saying just mm-hmm. all no, women exactly have to look. When men heal, about. we do, when I say weird old stuff, weird old stuff. I know what you know, you're talking and about. And so just a whole, a whole healing process. Because we have we've seen, yeah, and we've seen spiritual transformations. And <laughs> they can look very, very strange. You know, one minute we we laugh at common. You know what I'm saying? But common went through some well, things see, after dating my dear sister Erica Badu, who be representing the paint. She Baduti. Um, she Baduti. The boy had a new hat on. I, I, okay. I, I knew her personally, so I know how to. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know how she can hurt hurt folks. <laughs> Just doing security for the sister. I get look, it. Look, look. Okay. So we know yeah. that, that love transformation can can look strange. You know, we know we can tell women can tell when a brother is with a solid sister. 
because he looked all the way different. He shined up looking good. And so, you know, we we get it. We get it. You know, a good woman is going to help give you um, some reign to run, but also some positive mm-hmm. boundaries. Because, like, right. I wouldn't put a brand-new baby out in the street. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm still going to, you know, a good woman is going to give you some room to stretch and to feel yourself, you know, um, because that ego we know is very attached to the men folk, and it's a positive thing when it can be. So we understand mm-hmm. that. Um, so you just have to, again, with the, 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 the fine, you know, as you're developing, each development takes a new defining. So when we're in first grade, we're in first grade. We're in second grade, that's a different level. We have to redefine. Okay, guess what? Second grade, we don't take naps, okay? You still get a snack, but no mm-hmm. naps. By the time you get up to the seventh grade, they're like, look, we're changing classes. That's what we're doing. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, you have to always understand that each level is going to have its own definition, and it's okay, you know? Um, at the same time, can't get buck loose on it. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. uh, my dear sister, Makita, is awesome on the investment tip. I'm reading the fine print. I'm like, where's my return on my investment? I'm not putting my investment in a black hole. You have to show me where I'm going to get this back, okay? I'm going to give – I got mm-hmm. gold waiting here, but I need some return on my investment. I'm not just doing charity work on this when it comes to – these these personal relationships. I have uh, godchildren. I have lots of people that I am. There are people that I work with just because I'm a nice person, and then there's people I'm investing in. Those investments I answer on the first ring, okay? Those investments I get in my car and I travel for. The investments have top priority, first, second, and third. And so, you know, there's a di- – then if someone just wants to – Hey, let's just talk about the weather. Okay, sure, no problem. You can get it, you know, well, but it ain't the investment level. So as I, we're defining think, and defending, yeah. I just want to jump in real quick too, and I to throw that other. That's that's a key point too. Self worth. You know, you know Absolutely. yourself, like you said, you're investing, so you know your you know your self worth. So there's some there's certain things that due to your position and who you are in, in, in spiritually and what you do spiritually, there's certain levels of the game that you can't indulge in. It has to be at this level. That's all. And then that's my worth. I would love to, but I listen for what I do, my calling, I have to do this. So I think it's all self-worth. I, I think we can't send a confusing message, especially to us brothers. Like you said, we don't do the define before the developing. We, we, we develop some things before we to define mm-hmm. some things. So if I get the cookie before, you know, any other thing, now you're trying to give me the rules of engagement. We didn't engage. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? So it's like, okay, yep. now you're trying to change me, or now you're trying to – so you're right, though. So I think it's all about self-worth. You have to know from the beginning, does this person have the potential to even begin to the process to exactly. be what I need them to be in my life? You know, not am I going to have to build someone from ground zero, and we have to be real about that. Yeah, yeah. And you you have to, if you like to build people from zero, be honest about that. But don't be mad when you got this first grader who's acting like a first grader and throws food, and you can't take him around your mama, and you can't do this, you can't do that, because they're uncultured. 
You know, you have to be good right. with that. You know, no matter what your decision is, be good on it, you know. Um, absolutely. And, and I don't it. think we do enough of talking before the cookie, you know. I don't think there's enough yeah. honest conversation. There's not enough honest defining or developing or anything else like that because because I think men and women are still waiting to see if this is going to be worth my time and effort. You know, I, I would love to just say that men do it, but they it's a it's a human thing. You know, is this going to be worth it? Am I going lost to be... communalism. I'm sorry, I'm just jumping Absolutely. in. The communalism. It's mm. our families are going to be lopsided, in my opinion, of course, is when your society, when your societal and cultural understanding becomes lopsided. Communalism is a part of choosing, is a part of the mating process. Women meeting the women in my family, my sisters, yourself, Makita, uh, whoever, the women in my life, the brothers having to meet in your life, whatever, me, whatever, whatever the brothers, you know, to understand that there is a social, cultural contract, understanding and ramifications and repercussions should something go awry. You know what I'm saying? We don't have that anymore. Our women are out here unprotected. The brothers are. We're in these relationships, very intimate relationships, people in our homes bringing their energy and their physical power, yeah. you know, and, and, and our loved ones are not even warned or forewarned. You don't have a name or address on this sucker. Should I come up missing? Right, right. You never met them to offer a deterrent. Right. Or grandmama never met them to offer a prayer. When we, when we X the communalism out, we wonder why the family is lopsided because the society, family builds societies. Without a society, Absolutely. what is the model of family? To emulate. I'm sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Preach a moment. No, for those no, no, of that, that okay. are aware. So for those of us that are aware that that is an important component, we need to implement it again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, Absolutely. Where the date of birth to whoever in my family I need to before I meet you for a cup of coffee. Yeah, I don't even drink coffee. I do tea. Before I even right. do that, or, or before it gets, before it gets intimate, know you know, a couple cups of coffee, a little talky talk, that's you know. cool. But before it gets to the point before you bedroom material, hey, this is my brother. You might not meet mom or dad yet, but you didn't definitely met big bro or little bro. You didn't met, you know, because now I'm thinking about bringing you to the crib for a little more intimate time. Even if it ain't bedroom, it's some television time at my house. Somebody needs to know you. Same with a sister. You know, yo, this I'm getting serious about this sister, sis. This is sister so and so. This is my sisters need to feel comfortable enough to call that sister or to be able to. You see, so there's this communal connection. You know, this is, um, you know, I know a lot of you sisters big on the Facebook, and I don't know about if you particular sisters are putting me on Facebook. All of that's make believe in Hollywood. The test is when a man brings you to the family members that are important, parents siblings, and things of that nature. That is the test of your position with a man. And that's just a little game from the brothers, from, from a brother. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. six. However, for those brothers that use social media as a particular platform, what you need mm-hmm. to do is make sure that that platform understands who your, who your queen is so there's no misunderstanding. Because, see, when you don't finish with your little fingers, tickly, 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 the puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can agree to a, I can agree to a certain extent. If you use social media and it's all your personal little tickly ticklies, if you're a tickly tickly person, put it out there. If you're a person 
that understands it. When I'm telling the sisters and the brothers that understand it's make-believe in Hollywood. When you put your relationship on social media, you invite critiques and criticisms into your personal intimate life. So don't get mad when somebody put up there and they talk about your man's a big waterhead joker. You know, are your children look like big balloon children or da da da. Don't get all upset because we invite that when we do that. I think that just for some of us brothers who are serious about our intimate lives, and this is not making it who I should. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, I don't play those reindeer games. That's why we have these discussions. Yeah, that's front. what I'm saying. So some so some of us brothers who are serious about our intimate lives. Responsible. We have to be responsible. Because at the end of yeah. the day, if you're rocking with the sister and you are her king, she's going to make sure that you understand that certain things are just for you. This is just for you. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I'm not even going to give this person over here the illusion that they have the same rights and privileges in my life like you do. And that goes both ways. Mm -hmm. I I can agree with that, but I think the rules have to be clear. I can agree totally with Mm -hmm. that. Everybody should feel respected, but that's where the defy comes in because no way the man likes the woman and the woman likes the man. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be different things that – reach, tickle people differently, you know, and mm-hmm. I can understand that. Some things that may offend a woman may not offend a man, and I know there's some things that offend men may not definitely offend women. We're easily offended sometimes. I ain't going to speak for everybody. Well, I have myself. your man code. <laughs> you know, you have so, your man uh, code, you know, certain things. You have your man code. So, you know, it's certain things that other men are not supposed right, to do. Certain lines right. don't cross. As women, it's the same thing for us. We have certain codes, too. So we know, even if the brother is not aware of what that particular person just did, we are fully aware. We have to be able to come to you and have a conversation with you to say this is now an irritant. This can cause a problem. And you, as the king, as the head, should regulate that so that your puzzle pieces can get puzzled. (laughs) Don't let this old side mess up your puzzle. Come on now. Hey, can I, you know, let me speak on that real quick. And I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna use a, I'm gonna use an example on that one, so so I can draw a clear picture. Think of it like having a a collar that you got on you got on you got on your man, like like how people put collars and, and uh, leashes on on their dogs, right? Some leashes have that tension toward the further you get away from them, it slowly tightens up. So you kind of got a precursor warning. You know what's coming down because it's harder for you to get closer to that fence line, <laughs> that boundary. But then there are some women that have those collars that have those those retractable claws that go like a foot <laughs> past the fence. So where you done jumped over the fence and all of a sudden now these retractable claws and came out and done done in, done implanted themselves, impaled themselves in your throat and you didn't see it coming. And unfortunately, we run into these in the relationship. So use that as an example when we say, hey, you done crossed the line. Well, hell, by the time I recognized I done got over the fence and you jer- <laughs> and you, and you jerked that, that, that chain back, it done already ripped my head off. <laughs> How do I come back from that? <laughs> yeah. That's a good so, point. So our leashes uh, have, to, have to be defined, and our leashes, we, we have to, we have, a lot of times we have to know, you know what I'm saying, when we get getting close to that line and you don't just assume 
that you can reel me back in and, and, and then we all right. Because now I'm, I'm we're dealing with the wounds versus what what made me jump the fence in the first place. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, my thing is, is <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and my thing that I see, <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that I keep seeing, and if this is just, this is from an outsider looking in, it seems mm-hmm. like brothers are greedy. I, I'll, I'll say that. So it seems like brother will have a a plus top notch woman A, but you still talking to woman B who is not top notch, and then every now and again you'll giggle with lady C. I have a problem with that because then because at that point even okay so even if lady A is getting top notch attention, why you still got to go with B and C? To me that it it weakens and it dilutes the power of the attention of Lady A, you know, and we don't, you know, men never give themselves 100% over to a woman anyways. So, but you diluting this further and further because you have all of these other people in an A and B conversation. Now we got all these other people here. And it just seems like, you know, why, why when you have what you're looking for, is there still more? Is it that you really never had what you were looking for? It, I'm gonna say you know, I'm gonna say it, this I'm gonna say this and this is gonna really trip y'all out. Please. And I'm not saying this for y'all to attack me. Let's <laughs> go back to the concept of purchasing power. All right. Some all right. purchasing powers give you the right to actually sample before you pay because of who you are. Other folks mm-hmm. got to pay up front <laughs> and get lines of credit and prove. That they can, they can they can even afford it, even though they may pay for it out. They they may have all the cash in their pocket. So oftentimes, and and this is not a defense. Some people, or, or some people in relationships, have become accustomed to their purchasing power, and that purchasing mm. power allows them certain freedoms, even if they're not crossing that line. They have certain they're, they're used to a certain level of freedom that may mm-hmm. intimidate somebody that's not used to that. If mm-hmm. you're operating from that, that, that level of standard or that level of recognition, so to speak. And that, 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 I, I think that's enough. Man. I, I, <laughs> I couldn't think, put that. That, that is all well put. Going, that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is well, well put. You know, I used to call that, I used to call that, Still in, still in my, not still, in my, but like enabling me to shine. But that is so well put. That's exactly what it is. It's purchasing power. You may enjoy a privilege that the person with hasn't experienced it, and so they don't get it. And the mm-hmm. and and like you said, the fear of it makes them label it or or misjudge it or misunderstand it. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. whatever it is, I do will respect the, the nature of relationships. It still has to be taken in consideration. From both ends, you know, the brother, you have to take that in consideration or sister that this person may not have experienced what you experienced. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the, the your partner on the opposite end still has to, I, I think, should take in consideration that you're dialing back, that you're still dialing back, that you're not, um, you're willing to give up some of the things that you've been accustomed to, the privileges and the lifestyle that you're accustomed to 
for this person, but that has to be taken into consideration that I'm even considering or I'm tempting to give it up. I don't think I like what Will said about the leash. I think that's not taking it, and the leash comes out. It's like, Ugh. and it's like, oh no, you know, I used to be a supernova. Now you're asking me to be, you know, a, a little twinkle, twinkle, and I'm trying to do this, but your leash is is killing me. Yo, I some very good analogy, War. I'm glad you came on today. <laughs> I I think they're wonderful analogies. Hey, no, no, my I get it. Giving the analogies. <laughs> I I I 100% get it. Um, and this is why that that define has to come into place. This is why both parties have to be very honest about, hey, this is really who I am, okay? Um, I Forever, I didn't know, um, who was it? I think it's LL, Mary. I was like, what? What were you doing saying all this other stuff and do, like you're talking to me? He's not talking to me. But, you know, um, it, it's surprising, and he, I'm sure his wife, he had to go and be like, look, I have to make this video with this supermodel over here because it's a sexy video. I don't even want to put you out there like that. But don't worry, still your husband, I'm still coming home, or whatever they do, right? So I can only imagine that there are certain positions, certain people where that's part of the defining. But don't come over to me asking me to be at home wearing a bonnet down to my knees, sitting and crocheting on the front porch, and you want to be out being a superstar. You know what I'm saying? There's that that um, is not good for the goose and good for the gander. Them ganders be hollering and fussing and stuff, and I'm like, well, what's the problem? You know, um, we, we have to get to the point where when we're having these conversations that we're being honest about some things. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not ready to commit, We've already done all the defining. We've done all the defending. You're not ready. We've developed to a really good point, but we're still not ready for the commitment. This is where the honesty has to come in, and I think this is where the sisters, and I'll say myself, get so frustrated. Don't commit and you not ready. You know what I asked you for. You know what I said. You know what I need. Um, I'm going to try to take the teeth out the collar a little bit. You know, I'm going to work on my collar, okay? I'm going to work on this, I'm working on that. But I I really, you know, come on, come on. Are we committed by the definition we both said commitment is, or are we we not? You know, and I think that's where the sisters have the problem. Because I think you'll find even a quality sister will um, accept a friendship if she's told that up front. But don't come over here talking about you trying to lock something down, you know, and um, you're not serious. You're you're ready to lock her down, but you're not ready to lock your own self down. You know, you're ready for her to go through all the changes in and out of the man. Can I talk about LL? Yeah, you just speak about L, whatever. I like L, Lady Love, Cool James. Listen, yeah. I disagree with the – don't do your thing and be at home rocking the bonnet. Check this out. What is LL's wife's name? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Kanye West. What is his wife's name? I don't know or care. You don't know mm-hmm. you don't know Kanye's wife's name? Um Con- yes, she's one of those one, one of them, those victims. Yes. One of them Kardashians, right? <laughs> yes. 
Okay, I rest my case. The woman with the bonnet, nobody knew about. L was one of the most successful hip-hop artists that transformed that thing. Look at his success from his woman not to out there competing with him. Now, Kanye's woman, on the other hand, that nigga grow crazy as they come. And look who his woman is. So I, I, I'm going to disagree with the whole, if that's that sister's lane, if she understands. That, like Ward said, that's his purchasing power. Lady loves Cool James. That's how he eats. I get it. That's what he was put on this earth to do. He's an entertainer. That she doesn't is not in competition where she's like, well, I ain't going to be at home with no bonnet while you out there. This, that's what she does. Yeah. And that's why her man is who he is and, and where they're at. So I'm going to snarl at and, that one. And if you can be honest about that up front, and give the woman the option as to what she wants to do. You'd be like, look, I know I travel the world. I know I do this. I know I do that. But really, I got an expectation that either you're going to be traveling with me or you're going to be here at this house, you know. And so if if he's honest with her up front, she can make an informed decision. See, I think the problem is we're making decisions that aren't based on a collective understanding of facts, collective between the two people. So if 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 she she was like, look, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm about to travel the world, and he looked at her like, uh-huh, no, <laughs> you're gonna stay home, and you're this is what you're gonna do. Yeah. So you know there has to be an understanding as to what all of this is. What do we what did we agree mm-hmm. on? Okay, and so and from there we can make whatever decisions. L can be like, look, I'll get three more like you, and they'll all stay in different houses. Okay, L can do that. That's his purchasing power. But he still owes it a right to that woman to say, this is what I expect. This is all I'm going to accept from you, and this is it. And that's what I think the problem comes in because any man that says, hey, I told you what it was up front, any men men love to say that, hey, I told you what it was up front. I told you I wasn't ready for this. I told you this. I told you that. Men love to do that. Why? Because that absolves them from having to then develop or anything else like that. But if you didn't say that up front, if I'm sitting here saying that's not what you said, that's not what we agreed on, then we have a different kind of problem. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? That is the most unique problem. I could agree with that. You're not honest. And even in that situation, that is what is is said up front. As a woman, we still have our own timeline to say how long we're going to deal with it. Maybe we're going to deal with it because it's just fun in the moment. We just like the puzzle pieces. And if that's what you like, then that's your business. However, if it is no longer serving you a purpose and it's no longer what you need, then you have to sit down and have that conversation and revisit mm-hmm. where the two of you want to want to go with it. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> it, and just as a hint so for, for all my just a hint for all my men folk, women do have objectives. They got goals. They got plans. I need this. I need that. What? I'm trying to make this. Right. Yeah, one put on they here have... just to worship and love them? And to be happy with them? No. Uh, look, be clear. Be so the dream. clear. We have, we have <laughs> our own plans and objectives. We got things we're trying to accomplish. We do have timelines. You know, because I can be patient for this long, but you step over that line, I'm, I'm, it's just not patient anymore. You know, and so we have to really start to, to think about and be honest in that. 
You know, sometimes women aren't honest. They'll sit back and be like, oh, no, I love your dirty draws. And knowing that they don't and they're just trying to wait for whatever, you know, they're waiting on their opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be honest about all of those things. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Interesting yeah. show. Got so. deep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mama don't play, okay? You know, hey. and the reason why is because if you think about the time we put into relationships, if you think about the the financial that we put into relationships and everything else like that, it's a lot of it's an investment. And so, you know, if you're a person like me that don't have time and is not real patient with that, it's like, look, make this worth my investment, you know come on and let's do this and let's do that, or leave me alone. Um, And so it's so important that we know how we're getting our investment back. Um, It's important that we tell these younger women and men, relationships are an investment. This is that that ring that you put on a finger, that's investment of your money. You know, all the dates y'all go on, anything you buy, that's your money someone else is walking around with. So, you know, I I have sons, you know, and I want them to understand this is an investment, you know. Do you see your return on investment more than just cookies? You know what I'm saying? Cookies are wonderful, but, you know, we need more investment. You can't take cookies to the bank. So, you know, what else are we going to do about how do we not only get our kings to, to live up to the standard, but also teaching them to recognize queens and then getting these queens up the standard, you know, this is a, a, I like the idea you keep talking about communal, Chairman. It is communal. You know, back in the day we didn't search for relationships. Our relationships, our family found relationships for us. Here, this is this is so-and-so's son. I know how they were raised. This is who you're going to be with. It's like, okay, you know, and there was a level of commitment and tie in that, that everyone was trying to be connected and trying to help this couple be successful. Now you got people hating on you from the stands. I'm like, golly, you know, where's the love at? Where's anything? I like that. I like that. Because you're getting into now the whole concept of accountability. Because let's keep in Amen. mind, mm-hmm. and I like to deal with this, and keep in mind, I'm war, so I'm going to deal with things from a war perspective. So <laughs> weaponized point of view some people go into relationships with is looking for a weaker person because they are weaker, knowing that they can get over on a Uh, situation. uh -uh. And then once the partner gets gets gets, you know, all of a sudden gets a brain and gets smart. Now all of a sudden the whole game done changed. They done got smart. Now Uh that you don't have the same appeal that you had, which was them being unaware for situation mm-hmm. or not able to or, or not allow allowing you to take advantage you may not you you don't have that attraction no more but mm-hmm. y'all may went so far down the road kids so you know so to speak where it's too late you know mm-hmm. you got there's consequences now for for mm-hmm. that, that relationship that basically was a predator preying on somebody and then mm-hmm. a woman coming out of that relationship or a man coming out of a relationship that is part of the damaged goods I'm talking about that gets carried into the next relationship. Well, now this person decides that they want to educate you. They want to bring you 
uh, up to a level of awareness to where you recognize a relationship is more than you just serving me, but that we all have a, a purpose in life. But now you think that's game because they seem like all of a sudden they're trying to spill it out and give you everything. Mm-hmm. So now that symptom also looks the same as the other symptom was when the other person was basically giving you enough information to keep you blind, or as this person is giving you enough information to wake you up. Same symptom. Yep. Different results. Yep. So I've actually heard that's that. That's the baggage. I've, I've heard that out of someone's mouth. I'm looking for an easier target. I'm looking for an yep. easier something. I don't do too much work. And I was like, whoa. But it's true. You're speaking the truth. And at that point, you almost have to say, okay, thanks. You know, I, if, your, if your game is up so high that everyone's a target and everyone's a mark, you're not going to see it as an opportunity. See me, see me and Sister Mahita, we're still like, hey, let me give you this great opportunity. Let me, let me be a part of your world. But if, if you're just looking for a mark, you're not open to that. And that's when you need to stay out my face. <laughs> we working on the queen here. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just wanted to throw that out there so that we recognize this. These are the kind of things that we deal with in the community, and not even just so family relationship. You know, this is the same the same behavior plays itself out. You know, you know, in the community when we talk about people working within organizations as well. You know, yeah. it, it's, it's yeah. the whole predator-prey mentality, and that's really what I was getting at from that standpoint is mm-hmm. that we have to, we have to, we have to it, it recognize that. And, you know, and from that standpoint, you know, especially from a religious background, the idea would be, hey, you work through y'all issues, work through y'all problems. But I, from that, but if, if, you, if someone on the, in, within the relationship went into it looking for a victim, how do you mm. transfer that, that wolf? How did you transfer that wolf into something reputable to keep around, you know? Mm. And so the, these are the complex aspects that, you know, that can come up, that do come up, you know, that get thrown into the mix. What are we talking about, a family or a community? And that's the that's dynamic right. that, makes, that makes things complicated that we're trying to figure out how yeah. to uncomplicate. All right, I'm done on my mm-hmm. second. Look. Look, I appreciate it. Appreciate it because, I mean, <laughs> Chairman jumped on here and called out, and you answered, you know. And because, and this is important yeah. because we needed these different aspects. I'm telling you, there's there's real changes that come about when we can create a transparent understanding as to what the problem is. We can't fix anything if we never say what the problem is. Okay. You know, you sit up here, oh, I'm in pain. What hurt? Oh, I'm in pain. Okay, the stomach, your head, yeah, oh, just pain. I, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how am I going to be able to assist you if you never tell me what is wrong, if you never tell me what hurts or, or anything else like that. And so we do have to get to the point where we can share on this level, you know, and, and be able to say, okay, this is what we're looking for. This is what we need. This is how we heal the hurt. Because the healing has to happen. You can't walk around. What you don't heal will become infected, fester, nasty. You can't have that. So we have to go about the healing. And the first part about it is being able to say what it is. Mm-hmm. 
I appreciate this. This has been a hot one up here sweating. Where's my fan? So uh, <laughs> I appreciate everybody's transparent honesty in the middle of these conversations. These are not comfortable, but Big Mama don't specialize in comfort. We specialize in the truth, okay? We're trying to get to the bottom of this, and we're trying to create some solutions. And I love the idea that both men and women were able to offer, hey, this is what's going to be helpful. This is what we need. This is how we begin our healing process together. You know, the define, defend, develop, that's real. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. This is the People's Black Panther Party radio. We do this every Sunday. Um, I think the barbershop's on Tuesday. You know, we are really building and we're trying to create educational information for our community. So continue to tune in. Thank you to Makita, Chairman Yanga, Chief of Staff Ward, oh, yeah. for really coming in and sharing. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All power to the people. All power to the people. Power to the people.